Nuclear Heat on 93.7 The Ticket. Thanks for joining us as we review Elimination Chamber this year live from uh, Perth, Australia. And when I say live, I mean live. That means you're in the Midwest time zone like we were. It was like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So I'm not going to lie. Even myself, who does a, po- a podcast, a show on it, I wasn't even crazy enough to wake up that early. Roggy, you know, we played, we shot some hoops and then went home and watched uh, watched it afterwards. Yeah, I unfortunately, for some reason, I woke up at 5.30. I, I, I watched the intro to the men's elimination chamber and I fell back asleep. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, if I'm going to be awake at 5.30, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. And I didn't get to watch a single match because there were so many, you know, they were just showing off beautiful Perth, Australia and then the intro oh, yeah. and I was just dozing off and. Fell back asleep, woke up, it was over. It was like 7.30, so, yeah, that's, I when tried. I was, I was entertained, again, they do, they're doing a lot of these, they're kind of making WWE global, uh, more so than they have in the past, or at least making more of an aim toward it. So a lot of their main, uh, you know, that's, this was basically a one, a fall in the sword if you're mm-hmm. an American fan uh, because of that. But it, in in return, kind of like when they do the shows in Saudi, maybe when they go to France, I'll see how they sought it up. Certainly Puerto Rico. They, it, gives, it gives gives you a WrestleMania feel yeah. on just a normal event that, you know, probably wouldn't get the same reaction in Detroit or, mm-hmm. you know, in, in Philadelphia or wherever they're going. Um, so it, it's kind of cool to get kind of a mini WrestleMania there. And, or, of course, being on Australia, uh, KO found a koala yeah. that he brought along <laughs> with him. And uh, they, uh, they featured a lot of the Aussie wrestlers. So uh, it was kind of cool. I didn't watch the opening matchup, so I can't speak too much on it. Kabuki Warriors against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. The reason I didn't watch that is because i that's the popcorn match on yeah. a Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Um, but it was something, and I, and I heard there were a lot of empty seats. People still kind of finding their seats mm-hmm. there. Kabuki Warriors end up winning this. Uh, Indy Hartwell, again, a local, so maybe uh, a reason for them to to get a chance at it. But uh, right, right call for damage control to win. Um, and uh, Kabuki Warriors, I should say, yeah. of Damage Control yeah. to win and kind of continue to shine a light on that group as it leads toward the the Becky or Bailey feud, I suppose, with EO Sky. Yeah, it's still very confusing, you know, that they have two names for their factions when they just <laughs> added one person. But um, right. I, I kind of feel bad for Indy Hartwell because wasn't she, she was the NXT Women's Champion, made her debut, tore her ACL, I think, on her very first show. And has kind of had a because 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 for her I watched some you know some highlights and stuff she was really really good but having that almost year off you know from that torn ACL I mean really set her back so they you know seeing her here you know you you never know because she did have a star in her name um, but it was it was the right call for the Kabuki Warriors to win here and I'll be honest I watched like half of it as well um, <laughs> I didn't really tune in all that much to it but you know the Kabuki Warriors they're not going to drop that title before their uh, the Friday night you know SmackDown before WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and and we'll see what happens with with Indy Hartwell. I don't think and Candice LeRae. I don't even know what her gimmick is. She has yeah. pink hair and she's a fairy. Sometimes I can't really figure it out. Um, but you know, both of them uh, don't really win all that often. Mm-hmm. That's why it was kind of surprising to see them in this feud. And as we'll talk later about in Raw, they they have found their spot on the card once yep. again pretty quickly. <laughs> yep. So, uh, the women's chamber match then opens it up, uh, featuring in in this order they did enter the ring: Becky Lynch, Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, Liv Morgan, Rochelle Rodriguez, and Bianca Belair. Uh, lots to go through here. Becky Lynch, the favorite coming into the match, so starting off against Naomi, uh, I thought was interesting. Um, you can kind of tell sometimes, and Naomi was was the victim of it this year. High spot equals soon you're going to be pinned yep. and eliminated. Uh, she did a jump off the pod and, and hit a move. She got eliminated pretty quickly. 
Um, kind of interesting to, for each one of these uh, characters to see where you go next with them. Like Naomi, I don't. She's kind of she's kind of aimless already upon her return. Um, name enough to feature in this, but mm-hmm. still no direction yet. We'll see wh- where they go there. Um, but the real story of this match to me was Tiffany Stratton getting over yep. with the Australian crowd. Now we've seen before, uh, you know, different different people getting over in crowds. Um, uh, that aren't um, American, and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily translate. We saw that in, in, in Puerto Rico. Um, so I don't know if it will, but but it's not like they were they were cheering Stratton because she was Australian. They just, they, you know, she's kind of got this swag to her, um, almost, you know, beautiful, smart, confident, yeah. uh, and just did that. She was just went in the ring. People yeah. were just impressed and, and liked her. They, they had her going on a roll. Of course, her role led to being pinned eventually by Liv Morgan, but the fans did not like that. Yeah. I mean, in it, it never felt like she was a legit shot to win it, but it did feel like you know after a minute, you could tell with the crowd getting over that maybe this was time for the pin coming soon. And I was just thinking, man, I hope they, I don't know if they call it an audible here or like <laughs> have her be in the final three because that will make this more memorable. Not able to do that, maybe didn't anticipate uh, the crowd reaction. But uh, a, a great showing from Tiffany Stratton, and her star might rise quicker than mm-hmm. even WWE expects. Yeah, and we were both surprised when you know when we were talking about last week on the show, where we're like, "Why is she in this?" You know, she she just made her debut at the Royal Rumble, but a couple matches I've seen from her have been have been pretty solid. You know, she's a pretty good athlete. Um, just very surprised at the crowd reaction. I just I didn't expect her to be so over like that. Um, Try to do a little bit of research on it. I, you know, like we said, we thought she was from Australia, but she's not. Um, you know, she's not married to an Australian. You know, it's nothing yeah. like that. She doesn't have ties. Actually, just, dates Ludwig Kaiser. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We found that out. <laughs> we found that out from Imperium. Um, so you know, good for him on that. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really good um, elimination chamber. So that's now two pay per views where she's kind of, or premium live events, excuse mm-hmm. me, um, where she's kind of impressed. So you know, we were talking about you know five years, you know, th- slow builds for her. Like you said, her her stock might be rising there, and you never know. Next year, you know, could be the Tiffany Stratton, Jade Cargill, you know, year yep. where they start going on feuds. You know, the two young stars coming up. So yeah, I, I think she's going to be fascinating. Maybe one of those kind of hot stories. I don't know if they'll have anything for her at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. um, but just kind of one of those hot stories that leads up to it. Um, uh, from there, I believe. Let's see. Uh, Stratton was eliminated, uh, then Rod- Rodriguez eventually gets eliminated by Belair. She was daring, dealing with some sort of flare-up, too, uh, that she had to overcome uh, over there in Australia. Uh, and then the ending was was pretty quick between these three. Uh, Morgan eliminates uh, Belair, and then Lynch eliminates Morgan very quickly off that pin to get the win, and Lynch is going to WrestleMania, as the commentator said, to already <laughs> spoiling the main event to face Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah, and, and that... Um, I felt like the ending was very... Not done well, um, you know, because I think Liv gets... Bel Air on like a roll up, and then Bel Air's over there like this, and then Becky hits, you know, live with the move, and kind of it's it's like it's fast, it's like boom, 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 but it yeah. it, it didn't look clean. It looked kind of sloppy, yeah. Um, in there, and you know, we we called it from the beginning. Becky was going to win. I think that's the right call for it. Um, but I've seen something where Liv Morgan has now runner up Royal Rumble, runner up Elimination Chamber. Who knows where they go for her? You know, we talked about it. We thought I think you know she's still a rising star. You think her stock has has fallen a little bit, but I mean, you know, the right decision with, uh, with Becky Lynch. And overall, I thought this was a pretty good elimination chamber, you know, good way to really get the crowd, um, the crowd going with that. Um, if, if anyone else would have won, I said it probably would have been Morgan. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could have seen that because they at least have a story going with her uh, wanting payback on Rhea Ripley. I don't. Again, I didn't know if that. I didn't feel like that was quite WrestleMania worthy. Does Becky Lynch have much of a feud with Rhea? Not necessarily, but she's got bigger star power, so uh, they they went that route. But um, yeah, it's kind of interesting uh, to see. Uh, and I thought one of the better women's chamber matches, by the way. Um, Liv Morgan has been in like six of these things. Yeah. I don't know how many they have total, but she's got the record for being in them. So you're kind of <laughs> right. She's kind of always the bridesmaid, never the bride, right? Yeah, and uh, and and they really pushed that this was Becky's first, and she won it. You yeah. know, because she's now I think done everything, right? She did she win Money in the Bank? I think she did, I think right? She has before. So yeah. she's she's essentially you know done everything in the yeah. WWE now. So she's yeah she's got to be the top one with Charlotte Flair out. So yeah. Yeah, so that's the way they're going there. Uh, then we had the Judgment Day against New Catch for a public. Uh, Dominic Mysterio coming out with the Judgment Day. He eventually gets booted by the referee for interfering. Um, we talked a little bit about this this new name for New Catch Republic. <laughs> I think we kind of like it. Still trying to get to know Tyler Bate. They started talking about how young he was, and yeah. I was like, that guy looks like he's you know getting toward 40. Yeah. But I think he's like 25 or something, 27, something like that. Uh, anyways, he did an airplane spin move that's similar to Cesaro's mm-hmm. big swing. Um, so I kind of like that. He got both of the Judgment Day members there. Ultimately, the right, right call, I think, though, too, to keep Judgment Day... Um, hot going into WrestleMania season. No reason for New Catch Republic to get the belts. Uh, Baylor hits a coup de gras and hits the pin for the win. Um, interesting, as I was kind of watching him, though, it looked like he probably yeah. injured his thumb, and I knew they, they do that uh, with New Catch Republic sometimes, uh, uh, specifically Pete Dunn, mangling your, your fingers. Yeah. I don't know if he was overselling that or if he legitimately had an injury because last night on Raw, too, he had it taped up and was kind of sticking out of the action. So I think maybe a little bit of a... Something going on with his finger there. Yeah, and I did see some pictures afterwards where people got angles of it. And I know you can make your thumb. I'm, I'm doing weird thumb movements <laughs> now. But, you know, I know you can make your thumb look weird and stuff. But it yeah. did look a little off um, on some of, like, the close-up pictures where you show it there. So may have been a little a little bump there for Finn, who unfortunately, you know, he, he's been healthier, knock on wood, which this isn't a wood desk, but we'll knock on it for him. <laughs> you know, he, he does get injured quite a bit. Um, you know, that kind of stalls a little bit for it. But you're right. This was the right call, Judgment Day. You know, another match we predicted predicted there. But I thought um, the New Catch Republic, I thought they were pretty impressive. You know, this wasn't one of those, you know, popcorn or, you know, kind of kind of matches there. It, it was a pretty entertaining one. Um, and then I love when Dominic gets tossed out. It, it's the funniest <laughs> thing. He gets tossed out of every match, and he still acts surprised every single time. Yeah. It's just funny. It's in wrestling lore or just to kind of think of it to begin with is you know why do those yeah. heel heel managers always get to go and hang out there before you get thrown out but uh it, it's fun you know they're up to no good mm-hmm. uh then we move on to the men's chamber you have uh, drew mcintyre again this is in order in which they uh went into the match drew mcintyre against la knight uh against kevin owens bobby lashley rko randy orton and 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 logan paul uh the final entrant which was good giving plenty of time to draw uh ko on you know with his yeah. breath and with a marker there <laughs> <laughs> as they were telling certain stories throughout the matchup um opening with mcintyre and knight i thought was very interesting because to me again when you go beyond the star power you know there's you know ko and orton's got some star power there but when you go like things that make sense for seth rollins or for this year of wrestling i thought that they were my two favorites with a heavy lean toward McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought maybe LA Knight would, would get in there and, and, and maybe get the win so you could tell his story, which was, you know, just getting so over with the crowd this year. Um, ultimately, uh, Bobby Lashley gets his high spots by spearing just about everybody <laughs> through every pod uh, before eliminate, getting eliminated by McIntyre. Uh, and then it gets interesting 
as he they open up the chamber for him to leave, AJ Styles gets gets in to get his comeuppance, his payback, excuse me, on LA Knight, give him his comeuppance, uh, and he does so with a chair over and over again until LA Knight is penned, therefore setting up LA Knight and AJ Styles for WrestleMania, I'm guessing. Um, before we finish the, the final thoughts on this cham- men's chamber match, is that enough for you as an LA? I know at one time you and I thought LA Knight maybe Roman's opponent yeah. for for WrestleMania. Uh, AJ Styles in name power, big, but feud. What are you kind of thinking? Yeah, he hasn't done anything really significant in the last like two three years. So yeah. no, this is very disappointing. And and I this we've talked about this. This is one of the things that just really grinds my gears about the WWE interference from the outside on these type of matches. I know yeah. it's a no disqualification, but come on, you know. Have L.A. legitimately lose. I know you want to build that feud in there, but if that's the case, why is Bobby Lashley in this and not AJ Styles? You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. you could have you could have built it that way. Um, no, I hated it. Um, I was very disappointed. And and the WWE such, does such a good job. It you know it's scripted all that stuff, but we're still so invested that we get this upset over <laughs> you know men you know wrestling and all that stuff in there but no i i i don't like this um i was hoping he would go for either the united states like a championship you know a mid card um in there but he's gonna probably beat aj style now because i mean what what does aj style benefit from this really more other than being on the card um man just 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 so disappointing you know la Knight was was just so hot earlier in the year and this is pretty much where they're going with him WrestleMania, like a non-important feud with AJ Styles. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be the the memory a lot of the LA Knight fans were hoping for at WrestleMania. But you know, hey, you, you, time on TV time's good. He's yeah. going to get a match at WrestleMania. WrestleMania time's good too. So uh, that that looks at least like where it's headed. Hopefully, I, I don't think it's quite <laughs> so bad that it'll be SmackDown on, yeah. before WrestleMania. I think it'll actually make then it we'd have a problem. Yeah, then you really have got a problem. Uh, it, as we move on through the elimination chamber match, Orton eliminates Kevin Owens. Um, and who put up a pretty good fight in there as well. Just didn't feel like the, the right choice to win this match. Um, then Logan Paul uh, eliminates Logan Paul, and it leads to McIntyre and Orton, which kind of, I mean, they've got a, they've got a few minutes here mm-hmm. where they're kind of scrapping. Orton's selling the, the, the back injury all match long. It looks like McIntyre is going to get in. Then Orton does an RKO out of nowhere before Logan Paul uh, hits him uh, again with his... Uh, with his weapon that he brought from from outside the ring, this ends the match. I mean, this pretty much allows yeah. McIntyre just to get the pin um, with the brass knuckles, as I was trying to find the words there. Um, I don't love it because Paul was eliminated. You know, it's one of those things yeah. where it's like they just kind of they didn't show him on the camera, but in good faith, you trust WWE. Yeah. That means that Logan Paul has exited, um, and instead, you kind of get the surprise from the guy who lost. They do that at Royal Rumble sometimes. They did it here. Don't love it, but ultimately I do think McIntyre is probably your right your right choice. Yeah, and I didn't love it either, but then it got to it got me to thinking Randy Orton versus Logan Paul for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's if that's where we're going with this, I don't hate it. Um, you know, yeah. that's that that's a big draw right there. Um, on that, but yeah, I it, it, it's kind of like McIntyre didn't earn this. You know, it, it's one of those he he kind of lucked into it. You know, because Paul decided to take out Orton and then. McIntyre was kind of just there to pick up the pieces, so it, it it it's interesting when they do stuff like that. So, but but McIntyre was the pick. They're building that story with Rollins, and we'll talk about it on Raw. I think he's doing a great job yeah. in the role he's in. But yeah, it just it, it like 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 with the women, it's just a little sloppy there at the ending. They need to get a little bit more creative, or not. They're too creative with their endings, and they need to just kind of let it 
you know, just 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 let it have an organic finish like that, you know. Yeah. Bring back the finisher. Just yeah. the, just the finisher to take him out. Uh, I, th- I think would be good and give you a nice surprise, even that they aren't doing any hijinks other than that. Um, so I think McIntyre's the right choice. And as as you were saying, though, um, his character, I mean, for, when he went to the heel turn, his uh, face character was so dry. Same thing, baby face, good guy with a sword. I mean, it just, it just kind yep. of got out out of hand and it felt like his character wasn't heading anywhere. Then there were the talks about his contract, how long it's going to uh, stick with WWE. And you're kind of thinking, well, they seem like they've kind of done everything they, they could with him. And now he is winning despite other heels that he doesn't, you know, yeah. that he doesn't respect. He's getting in brouhaha's with everybody yeah. in the back. I mean, he's, he's gone from one of the, the, the blandest characters uh, to the, one of the more interesting characters yeah. they've had in a long time. And you're right with his promo skills. He's pulling it off. Uh, very well. Uh, we got we've got uh, one more match: Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. We also have Seth Rollins uh, and Cody Rhodes appearing on the Grayson Waller Show. We've got to take a quick break. Once again, we'll get to that and wrap up uh, with our talk on WWE Raw. We will review that as well. That's coming up next year on Nuclear Heat on ninety three seven The Ticket. Back to Nuclear Heat with your host Jake Bakovan on ninety three seven The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on Nuclear Heat reviewing the weekly, our weekly review, excuse me, of WWE and their action. And we love it when you get a premium live event. We usually do SmackDown and Raw. I am Jake Falkman, your Nuclear Heat host alongside Nuclear Heat uh, contributor and my tag team uh, partner over here until we turn on each other eventually, <laughs> uh, Augie Pena. Uh, and uh, where were we on the Elimination Chamber card? That's right. We were uh, kind of focusing in on the main events of WrestleMania. Not sure. If Rhea Ripley will will uh, quite close out week night one, I'm still kind of yeah. interested to see what happens there, and there's uh, a lot to, to, to still kind of figure out. Uh, but certainly something that will will be Cody Rhodes uh, closing out uh, night two against Roman Reigns. We've got a little bit more of that as Seth Rollins uh, comes out along with Cody Rhodes on the Grayson Waller Show. Uh, of course, Seth Rollins has said he will be Cody Rhodes' shield, and he announces he will be medically cleared soon so that was kind of a big announcement for the Grayson Waller show even then I already have a, a complaint uh I don't think they should have told us that I yeah. think that if they really wanted to get heat on uh Jimmy or solo or rock or however, whoever you want to do it however you want to do it on this on this great feud that they have set up there's still critiques that can happen I think if we were still left to believe that Rollins needed a few weeks to be medically cleared mm-hmm. and then got um beat up uh, by one of his, you know, his upcoming opponents, or you, I mean, you could even do it with McIntyre if you wanted heat in that. I think that would have been a, a, a good idea, but they ended up going ahead and saying that he would, he'll be medically cleared soon. And then Cody Rhodes also makes an announcement that he wants to challenge the rock one-on-one Rollins, uh, eventually will tell him that's not a good idea, but eventually <laughs> Austin theory just starts mocking the rock. They beat up Austin theory. Grayson Waller doesn't help, yeah. uh, which is interesting. Uh, but altogether, I think there was enough new. It was newsy enough, which you don't usually get news out of these yeah. shows. So it actually kind of paid off there that it was worth uh, doing. Uh, but man, that is a fl- long flight to Australia for just a you know a little segment there. But it did. It lasted long. Yeah. No. And and it's true. And we talked about this. So my 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 biggest complaint is what the heck was Seth Rollins wearing? Um, he had, he was <laughs> wearing glasses. like sunglasses that had like a third eye on it. It yeah. just looked ridiculous there. But I guess that's part of his character is being like a Joker type. Um, you know the. 
burn it down, you know, all that stuff. Um, it's tough but, to get a read on what his character actually is, but it's over. So yeah, it, 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 it's very over. I mean, oh my goodness. Did, yeah. I mean, did you, you know, we did, but their entrances, I mean, Seth mm. Rollins and Cody, I mean, aside from the rock and Roman Reigns, man, their entrances just blow everything away. You know, they just, yeah. they get everybody in the stadium. They were even showing videos of people like woeing too hard or, you know, like, like <laughs> just going overboard with their entrance, their entrances there. But, you know, for being the, the Grayson Waller show, as you mentioned, there was kind of a lot on it. You know, I was very surprised. You know, we were both, you know, like, well, what are they going to do? You know, this is just a, you know, uh, Grayson Waller's from Australia, um, which fun fact, they said he was a history teacher before he became a, mm. uh, a wrestler in Australia. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a turn there. <laughs> Australian history would be interesting enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they're kangaroos, the spiders, that, that's all scary. Um, but no, I thought it was, I, I do agree with you. I didn't like that. They just, you know, announced he's going to be medically cleared. Um, they could have gone so many ways with that. Cody calling out the rock is kind of interesting. Um, and I kind of like how they're, how they're going to play it off, but I don't, are they going to wait till WrestleMania for that? Cause they've kind of already got everything for WrestleMania and he's saying he wants that one-on-one and he said any place, any time yeah. they're going to, they, I don't think you can spoil giving us the rock before a WrestleMania match. Right. Well, it's, it's so fascinating because they don't have a premium live event. I mean, maybe it would – I wouldn't even say it would be good if they would have set it up and done it here. I mean, yeah. I don't think – you know, the Rock's return is probably bigger, you know, <laughs> worth more than that. So, I mean, one way or the other, I think it's headed toward the Saturday at WrestleMania. Is it a tag team match? Is it just a one-on-one with obvious um, – you know, the obvious fact that yeah. Rollins maybe, you know, ringside uh, Rollins and, and Roman Reigns and the Bloodline ringside – I don't know. I, I think it's going to be something that helps set up night two even yeah. more. Um, but it's it is interesting because I mean, would you just do a solo match where Cody has to face The Rock before he faces Roman Reigns? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you could give Cody the win and then have him lose on Sunday and still, you know, have him have some heat coming out of WrestleMania. But I don't I don't think this Cody story can last another year. Yeah. So and, I, I I just don't know. And that's where I'm confused is like the. You can't waste the Rock's return on this, you know. I if I think he will lose, but it, I it, it can't be a one on one match to Cody Rhodes like that, you know. It, yeah. All this talk, all this build up, you know, because I think the cart like they still eventually want to do a Roman Reigns versus the Rock. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that if he can't get past Cody? You know, there, there's a lot of scenarios they can do there. I just thought it was interesting that he says he wants him one on one when they've already pretty much said it's going to be, you know, Cody Seth, um. Roman Rock, right? For one of the nights, yeah. they, they've kind of mentioned that there. Um, so, so it, it it just got me thinking: like, when are they going to do this? Like, is it is it going to happen before WrestleMania, or is this something like that's going to kind of you know be in the back burner? Um, and if if Cody does, you know, finishes the story there, is is it then the Rock? You know, is that what they do with there? Just it just kind of left a lot open, you know, for them to be creative with. But at the same time, they're kind of putting themselves in a corner with it there. Yeah, and I think it, it continues the kind of the, this feud is is fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of the best things they've done in years, and it you know I, I'm glued to my TV yep. while at the same time um, just wondering and pondering if you know where they're going to end because you feel like you could set it up yep. better. So it's it's just it's just very strange, and and they've got you guessing, which is what they mm-hmm. want you. You know, that's the main things you're gonna you're gonna buy, you're gonna tune in, you're gonna watch, um, but it just feels like it's been kind of thrown together and in, in, in a, a match of this magnitude feels like it maybe should have 
more thought and more, you know, correct booking and, and, and you know, maybe this all could pay off a little bit better, but it's hard to complain about it. Like, yeah. it's the best mm-hmm. thing in wrestling yep. in so long, maybe since, you know, Daniel Bryan and, you know, uh, taking on Triple H and eventually <sighs> Batista and Orton, uh, you know, those kind of memorable WrestleMania moments. That's what you kind of feel like you have going on here. It just... Some odd steps along the way. Yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of where we're we're still at. Uh, the final match of Elimination Chamber, by the way, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. Speaking of over with the crowd, Rhea Ripley at home yeah. uh, showing off. Uh, and, and Nia Jax, I thought, wrestled a pretty good match mm-hmm. for as sloppy as she can get sometimes. Yeah. Did pretty well here. Um, the internet was pretty fascinated with Rhea Ripley's uh, outfit. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the end, the Eradicator was uh, was able to get the win over Nia Jax. Again, something you kind of expected. Um, nothing, you know, no surprises are necessarily needed here. Uh, Rhea Ripley hitting the riptide was kind of was yeah. difficult. So they kind of told that story. I and mean, when she eventually got it, they, 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 she did get the win. And it's, it was kind of cool. So again, this whole, this whole match, uh, this match particularly in this whole pay-per-view, uh, was very predictable, yet I think did the job here. Yeah, and I loved that it was a straight, pretty much one on one. You know, it was a, it was just a good match. And for all the stuff I talk about, Nia Jax, she put on a really good match with Rhea Ripley. This was maybe mm-hmm. you knew Rhea was going to win. There's no way she's losing in Australia, her home country. Um, you know, she, she's dropping the title before WrestleMania. But I mean, there there were times where you're just like, how is she going to pull this off? Um, and yeah, I thought both both ladies, you know, put on a, a great showing there. And I think this was a good build up for Rhea Ripley to, you know, she's already believable as, you know, one of the strongest champions, but she just took out Nia Jax one on one, you know, so that's yeah. that's that's pretty big. Not a lot of people do that without like there being interference or something. And Rhea kind of just 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 took her to it. So, yeah. And, and, and again, I, they, they, they at times made Jax take out Ripley leading up to this match. I don't know if that was the best look for yeah. their champion. Um, but they they knew they could restore Ripley to basically untouchable champion. The next thing that's interesting with her is do you keep? I mean, she was clearly a face. Yeah. In this scenario, um, if you have kind of the juxtaposition juxtaposition between her and Dominic, I, I love that. But you could always get her incredibly over as a face if she ever turns on Dominic. Um, and and she's kind of distancing herself a little yeah. bit from the Judgment Day. The guys kind of do their thing; she does hers. So. Very fascinating, uh, just to see where they go with just her. One of the one of the hottest uh, acts they have in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a quick break here. This is uh, Nuclear Heat. We've got one more segment for you where we will review WWE Raw from last night. Uh, what did they do with uh, with with Rhea Ripley? Um, there was the street fight between New Day and Imperium that was uh, <laughs> that was going. We might have seen Gunther's next opponent. And, of course, uh, Cody Rhodes runs into Paul Heyman. And so we'll let you know what kind of went down there if you missed it. And if you did see it, just uh, talk along with us. Listen along as uh, as we fantasy book and kind of think about their next move head, he- heading into WrestleMania. Uh, this is Nuclear Heat on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back. Back to Nuclear Heat with your host, Jake Bakoven on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. review Raw here on Nuclear Heat on 93.7 The Ticket. As uh, we already reviewed Elimination Chamber, a little bit of SmackDown even to start the show. Uh, Lots of interesting things heading up to WrestleMania uh, and we got more of an indication of what some of those feuds might be uh, as we watched Raw last night. So let's go ahead and jump into it. They did open with the hot act that we were talking about uh, that they end with Elimination Chamber, which is Rhea Ripley 
And the cheers that she got from that crowd, uh, along with the booze for Dominic yep. again, is just... Uh, it, it's just so fascinating to see those two together. So again, I can't, you know, it's going to be gold when they eventually have her turn on uh, Dominic and, and she'll be face or, you know, do it the reverse yeah. way, one way or the other. The heat will amplify for Dominic and uh, Rhea will be even more over with the crowd. And it's hard to imagine uh, in either case. Uh, and, and so that was a fantastic way to open up Raw. Uh, they ultimately have Becky Lynch confront Rhea Ripley, which again, right idea for a, a, a match that I think could headline Night one, if they wanted to. Um, and uh, she even talks down Dominic Mysterio and said uh, some words that I don't even know if you could say on air, <laughs> but I'm not going to attempt to say them. Uh, in any case, interestingly enough, Rhea Ripley and, and Becky Lynch have uh, have their words. Rhea uh, exits the ring and Nia Jax attacks Becky Lynch from behind, kind of setting up uh, the theme for the night of Becky Lynch needing to get her payback on Nia Jax. Um, how did you kind of like how all of this was was, was done? And, and I always am intrigued by the opening of Monday Night Raw, um, if nothing more than, than just because famously they've always said, welcome to yeah. Monday Night Raw. So it's a big deal to get the open, and, and I thought Rhea was the right choice. Yeah, and, and I do agree. I think, you know, she was the right choice for that. And uh, gosh, I, I love it because Dominic can't say anything. And, and I've noticed they purposely lower his mic. So you can't yeah. hear what he's saying <laughs> because the boos are loud um, in there. But, you know, we, we discussed this a little bit before the show. I liked it. I thought it was good. But, man, Becky Lynch's promos just 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 aren't doing it for me. I, I thought it, it was kind of just stale. You know, it's mm-hmm. just stale. It's, it's the same thing over and over again that we always have. She's the man. You know, yeah. she's this, she's that. Um, she is, you know, outside of Rhea Ripley, their biggest name right now. So, you know, it it is good. Um you know, to have them two feuding. Um, but I, 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 I might catch some, some heat for this, you know, in, in there, but I just, I'm not as excited for this as maybe the, you know, another fan is. And it's, it's more because I know it's going to be a great match. I just, Becky's promos lately just kind of bore me. And, and, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what changed. I, I know I said they were kind of stale, but it's like, you know, she was so hot not too long ago, just so over, you know, kind of, kind of yeah. on a John Cena type run. Is this how they felt in 2007 when John Cena was just, you know, kind of everywhere, you know, doing everything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just get that fatigue. Super Cena. Yeah, Super Cena. But it's like, you know, I, I loved everything, you know, she did to Dom and all that. But it's just, there there was such a big difference because with Becky, it's kind of the crowd was dead. And as soon as Rhea just responded, the crowd just came back alive, you know, and was just eating it all up. Um, it, 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 it It's going to be interesting for sure, but... They got to do something with Becky with just how maybe she delivers the promos or something because it, it's got to catch on a little bit more. Well, and, and part of it, too, was Rhea had some really good lines yeah. about uh, mommy always being on top and behind every good <laughs> man is a, is, a, is a stronger woman uh, and then saying she's not behind. I mean, it's so because she's already always on top. Uh, just a great lines mm-hmm. from 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 mommy, I suppose, yeah. from Rhea Ripley uh, as, as she, uh, I think, kind of walked away looking pretty strong here. And if you think about long term, um, there's no way they have Becky Lynch go over on her no. because she's the rising star. You know, this is kind of the setup to to get the Becky Lynch rub. Um, for you know, at times I know you've said they, they didn't always have her doing something this year in her title defense. Um, but if you look at year to year, um, you know, beating uh, Charlotte Flair and now at, at the next WrestleMania, like getting WrestleMania wins over Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, um, 
for for what we would call a riser in this industry, and she's it. Like she's yeah. the now. So sometimes you say, "Well, is she the future?" Well, she's the now. Yeah. Uh, and this helps further uh, kind of kind of bring that to to attention. Again, Nia Jax attacking Becky Lynch is the feud they already have. Looks like something you can kind of fill up some time before yeah. WrestleMania. Uh, have Becky Lynch get her payback on Nia. So it looks like you have the right person in the match. Or you know maybe a, a maybe a three way, but I don't I don't know if I'd be interested yeah. in that one. Yeah, and you know. No, I wouldn't be interested in that. You know, I if if it's gonna be you know Rhea versus Becky, just just have it be that. Um, but there's always that concern with Nia Jax could hurt Becky. You know, in that you know leading up to it, um, break her nose again. You know, get uh-huh. her get her going on that Stone Cold type of you know run she was on. Um, that really you yeah. know created the Becky Lynch character, the man there. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it later, kind of where they're going with this story, but. It, it maybe looks like they're not going with the one-on-one, right? Like they might try to introduce, and it may be like a, like, you know what they did with the rock and Roman, you know, they, they, they announced that mm. the crowd didn't like it. You know, they, they could <laughs> always go, you know, you know, with an audible there, yeah. you know, live Morgan's kind of there on the side, you know, you, you never know what they can do. And that's kind of the exciting part of being a WWE fan at this time of the year. Yeah, we'll see. And, and they often do, they, they do sometimes mess up their, their great feuds that are headed toward WrestleMania by throwing a third person. Yeah. In. Uh, so you can never, uh, really, really know. Again, this is Nuclear Heat here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Augie Pena. We're doing a WWE week in review, specifically Raw from last night. Uh, the next match that we had, uh, to review you here, Sami Zayn against Shinsuke Nakamura, Nakamura uh, the movable force against the, uh, what do they call the objective? <laughs> movable object, yeah. I would say. Both these guys on losing streaks. <laughs> In any case, uh, Sami gets uh, the much-needed win. Shinsuke didn't use the mist, which I think is good because he used the mist over and over against Cody and still lost. Kind of hurt a little bit yeah. that move. I think you should protect that a little bit more. Um, so now you kind of wonder what they're going to do with Sami because they've They've kind of zoomed in on his struggles. Now this is obviously the turning point uh, where he starts to get wins. Um, possible thoughts here would be, like you were saying earlier, maybe throw him into the Rollins and McIntyre feud. Uh, I, I mean, I think that could yeah. actually add some interest into that one. Possibly a matchup with Gunther. Mm-hmm. Hard to kind of predict what they're doing with Sammy here, but it seems like they've either got a plan for him or they're being very mean by not having a plan for him and just running with that as the feud, yeah, as the storyline. And, and I think if, if anything out of the first two things you said, um, the way they kind of set it up later on in the night, it looks like it might be like a fatal four-way with Gunther mm-hmm. for that intercontinent, you know, with, with kind of the segments they do later yeah. on. Um, so, so we'll see because actually I think there are like five guys, you know, they kind of tease throughout the night yeah. that could potentially go against Gunther. I would, I think Rollins McIntyre, you got to leave that at a one-on-one. I think you can introduce a Sami Zayn because he's just going to take take the pin, I think, you know, essentially. I mean, you know, McIntyre, Rollins would both look out strong, but then you'd really kill the Sami character there. Um, you know, this was a good match. I just, I'm not sold on Sami right now, which is so weird because last year, I know we say this about so many people, but man, you know, that that run he had was incredible. You know, the... The, he, he had a WWE, you know, championship match against yeah. Roman Reigns in Montreal. You know, he was the guy. Everybody thought, Incredibly over, you know, yeah. he could do it. Um, he was, you know, the funniest act. He had the best story, everything. And then it all just crumbled. And now here, a year later, he's, you know, feuding with Shinsuke, who also was, you know, a pretty, pretty big name back in the, you know, just a couple years ago. And it, it, it it's hard. Um, it is hard to, to see that, but. 
I think if anything, it, it's got to be with Gunter. I mean that that's where they got to go with that. Well, and I think even like if they if they had a pulse of the audience, um, and and kind of knew. I mean, because it never really made sense. I get it that they won the the, the unified tag team championships, um, but. Their win at WrestleMania did not break up the Judgment Day, yeah. or excuse me, the Bloodline, which is was his goal. The Bloodline is seemingly more strong than ever now than it was even compared yep. to last year. So whatever, like they did that kind of win, and now he doesn't have to interfere with the Bloodline. And I don't think that was ever a good idea. I think they always should have kind of kept Sammy in the peripheral there, mm-hmm. occasionally throw him into the good guy versus bad guy mix up here and there. I think that would have been better for uh, it went leading up to. Royal Rumble. I think mm-hmm. that could have made Elimination Chamber more interesting. And I, I think he could even uh, take Rollins' spot right now if they would have put him just, you know, bring him, like, yeah. right now you could do it. Yep. And people would still be happy just because that's when that's when Zayn was most over and that's when the bloodline felt the most over when Zayn turned on them. I mean, yep. that was the best part of the story. With my apologies to Cody fans, I enjoyed the Sammy stuff yep. more. Um, and so, I, I mean... To see that 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 was the potential for it, and now they just they're we don't know a couple of weeks ahead they could do several different things, but we yeah. don't know what they're doing to Sammy, um, much less KO. It, it kind of kind of a misstep, I think, yeah. there uh, from from WWE. Uh, moving on from that, Chelsea Green comes out and complains for a bit, uh, which is always good. Raquel Rodriguez uh, comes out and squashes her in the match. Kind of funny, Chelsea Green was trying to draw lines in the sand in the ring uh, and tell Raquel she couldn't go by. Chelsea just does such a good job of being that uh, that that kind of snotty um, Karen character, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, Raquel, you know, this is part of her return. It was a good thing to kind of get her going there. And Chelsea Green kind of feels like, too, um, the heel that's not going to lose her character. Like, it, she's a good wrestler, not, a, not, not seen as, like, the top of the card. But she puts on good enough match that I kind of see her like the Miz, where it doesn't yeah. matter how many times she gets pinned, she's gonna have the same character, the same uh, kind of sassiness, and the same believability that she could actually win any any match. Although not gonna win many of them, but yeah. could win any just about any match. Yeah, and I'm gonna pencil this in right now. Chelsea Green is gonna win the Money in the Bank. Mm. They are going to bank this because she is so over. Like you said, she is just so over. You know, yeah, she she can do nothing wrong right now. It's really. One of those, you know, WWE's got to be careful, though, you know, because they don't really have plans for her. And it's funny because she taught such a big game in this and then she essentially gets squashed, you know, which makes it so funny. Um, You don't want that to be, how do I say, you you want it to be a little bit believable because if if they do have plans like a money in the bank or something like that, which it looks like they maybe do have big plans for her, they keep giving her segments. um, You don't want it to be that big of a surprise because then it's like, well, she just lost like 20 matches in a row. You know, what how, What are you going to do with her um, on that? So, you know, they got a great thing going. They got to be careful with it. They do got to give her some wins because, man, when was the last time she had a win? Well, she was part of the tag team championship that never kind of got going because, uh, you know, uh, one of her partners was at, like got an injury and was so- out. Sonia, yeah. And she- Sonia Deville. Mm-hmm. And then they put her with Dewdrop or whatever her name is now. Yeah. And that just, you know, was what it was. Um, but you know, it was kind of frustrating to me too, because I thought Chelsea Green should have, uh, beaten Raquel Rodriguez in that little rumble that they mm-hmm. did and earned a spot in Elimination yeah. Chamber. And then it was like, this match was just to be like, Hey, those that thought that we're going to, we're going to rub it in your face that yep. we didn't do that. Raquel is definitely our choice over Chelsea yep. Green. And we're like, Oh, all right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess we'll see. But I think, I think you're right though. I think they could be printing money with Chelsea Green at some point and they've got to get her some wins to get over there. Um, next up, we have the Gunther promo, which leads to a confrontation 
with Judgment Day. Very interesting. Heel faction against heel faction here. And so somebody's going to have to be turned faced at some point here, unless, like you said, they do a fatal four-way or something, you know, bring, bring in more opponents here. But it was Dominic Mysterio who stepped up the ring, General, uh, and uh, and had a, a conf- you know, a, a kind of a stare down, a confrontation with him before Damian Priest seemingly wanted to brawl. They yeah. kind of had to break him up. So still kind of left in the dark about who who from the Judgment Day wants to take Gunther's belt, but they made it very known that somebody will. Um, what are you more interested in, and which way do you think WD is going to go? Because I think I can answer that question with my own answer first, is that I, I would love Mysterio. I think they need to do yeah. something for him, if not just for the moment, to get him incredibly booed at WrestleMania. Um, and so I would love that. I, I mean, that would be that would be great. But what I'm fearful of is that they're going to put Damian Priest there and lead to a cash-in on a lower belt once again like they did last year with the Money in the Bank and Austin Theory who cashed in on the United States Championship. Uh, Of all the great uh, booking that uh, Triple H has done, um, that was one of the worst in wrestling, I think, in in recent past because it just tells, it it, it fools you. It takes advantage of you a little bit to kind of think uh, historically what we think about Money in the Bank and how big of a win it is. If it's eventually just going to be cast in on the Intercontinental or the United States, and I get they're trying to build those up, yeah. but that it just doesn't, it's nonsensical. Yeah, and I mean, you know, going back a little bit on that, but for the Damien part, I mean, they had Otis win it and then he lost it out of nowhere. You know, because they've kind of had missteps the last yeah. couple of years with the money, the money in the Bank winner, and they had something with Damien Priest, and they still have something because he's the co-leader of the Judgment Day. Yeah. And they kind of did hit us with a swerve because, yeah, you know, when 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 Judgment Day came out, you know, it was Damien talking, you know, Damien saying, you know, they're hunting for gold, they're coming for, you know, the Intercontinental Champion. And then, yeah, Dominic comes in, but I would love Dominic. I mean, he's so over the... the he's getting a reaction. Yes, yes. He, yeah. he, he has so much heat, nuclear heat. Mm, you know, if, if, if you were to say it, like you like, you cannot hear him. You know, it's nothing like that. And so, you know, is it believable that he could win? No, but I mean, hey, if they pull that trigger, he he dethrones the longest reigning, you know, intercontinental yeah. champ. What's going to hurt? He's already, you know, the most heated guy, you know, in WWE just, right now. It would heat up Judgment Day even more yep. um, and legitimize them a little bit. I mean, I, I, I love the idea of it because ultimately with – these long reigns, uh, whether it's Roman, whether it is Roman Reigns or Gunther, you you want to kind of get somebody young and up and coming over. Mm-hmm. You would think Cody doesn't necessarily fit that, but he's yeah. at least, I mean, in that case, it's like top of the card star making. Yeah. In, in this case, I think you want to get somebody young over. You don't necessarily want Sheamus to come back and yeah. win it. I mean, he's already made man, um, and and that's where uh, you know that's where. Uh, within the Judgment Day, I think Dominic's kind of in that step where he's he's not seen all that much depth. I mean, he's gets a completely different reaction um, uh, than his compadre there, the, yeah. the, 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 the JD McDonough. But he's kind of in that category where yeah. it's like the, you know these guys will take the pen once in a while and, he, and he'll get heat from the crowd. Um, I'm ready for him to go over, and I think it would be an, a magical intercontinental title reign uh, if they do it. Uh, let's move kind of quickly as we're running out of time here. A street fight between New Day and Imperium. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston against Imperium's Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. Uh, Woods and Kingston come up in, come out in San Jose Shark jerseys and jeans. So that was kind of an old case baby face move. I always kind of like that. I think if they ever came to Lincoln, a Nebraska yeah. jersey would, <laughs> would go over wildly with the crowd. Uh, but uh, watch out because when you do that, you usually get beat. Yeah. Imperium does end up defeating New Day in a very hard-hitting matchup. Uh, these guys have been going at it 
is this over? Is this or is this just the 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 last chapter in another in this feud that's going to continue? Because it's hard to tell where to go next with either of them. Yeah, I hope it's over because what I'm hoping is the last segment, Judgment Day versus the Imperium, that sets takes it up. Over, yeah. yeah, that takes it up. You know, they they battle for the tag team Gunther versus uh, Dominic. You know, that that's kind of there. I am because. I love the New Day, and there were some great spots in this, you know, some high-flying spots, you know, getting thrown through tables, all that stuff, oh, but, yeah. man, I'm just, I'm ready for it to be done. You yeah. know, it, it's really, there's no payoff here anymore. I mean, they're not yeah. they're not going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Imperium's kind of dominated here at the end. Just move on. And if it is done, that's the right way to do it, is these yeah. Imperium, you know, the New Day, again, when we talk about made men, one of the best uh, tag teams of all time, mm-hmm. you put Imperium over, who Kaiser and Vinci have looked just, you know, not that great. I haven't been yeah. booked all that well. This would kind of give them, uh, you know, that step uh, of legitimacy uh, going into a feud with with uh, Judgment Day. Uh, Indy Cartwell and Candice LeRae then come out to take on Shayna Baszler and Zoni Stark. This is a squash match. Uh, Baszler and Stark get a quick win. Um, again, probably what it should be. Short-lived uh, 10 minutes in the sun there for Indy Cartwell yeah. and Candice LeRae. But Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark, a, a tag team I'm going to continue to be interested in, kind of, Mid card tag team, but they don't have uh, they don't have an upper card tag team in the women's division, really. Um, so it is, it's, I guess it's as hard in the card as they can get. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, I think Indy's just got to go back to NXT, you know, because not, not nothing for these two. You know, this yeah, this was your bathroom break match, unfortunately, you know, on there. Um, but you know, Shayna and Zoe, they still have something there. They have something there. They need to capitalize on it. Um, and but hey, you know, like you said. TV time is good, you know, so Indy yeah. Cartwell, Can- Candice LeRae, I mean, they were on the pre-show. That's, that's two, you know, TV spots in a row. Maybe they're trying to see what the crowd reaction's like, but I just don't see anything there with this. Yeah, and I mean, you, you, you mean sometimes you want to split them up. Maybe a, a feud between each other can lead to a singles run. <laughs> I don't think either of them are ready for that. Um, so I think you're just going to kind of see these two in the background, but... Again, at least getting TV time. We'll yeah. see. It's better than catering, as they put it. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre then calls out Seth Rollins after mocking CM Punk a little bit more. Um, and I thought this was, uh, you know, a great promo between Rollins and McIntyre. Great on the mic. But they continue to do this deal where and Seth's whole infusion into um, the Roman Reigns, Rock, Cody thing is already belittling his title. Mm-hmm. He just straight up says it. He says some things are bigger than us, yeah. uh, including that title. And it just, uh, man, they're just not doing a great job. And they're limited in what they can do. Seth is hurt, not medically cleared. Yeah. So they've done a good job of keeping him on TV. But talk about how quickly can you bury a title that they were trying at one time to make you think was on par with Roman Reigns now the cha- the actual champion himself is admitting that it's not, and that's, it's just so frustrating because, like we said, McIntyre is on a roll. McIntyre is the guy right now, and Seth is always great. I don't, I can't remember a time when you know Seth yeah. wasn't great. He's he's great, but it's just it's not working. It's not, it's just something's missing. And then like they're they're like I just don't get it. Why why would Triple H agree to start belittling the title? You know, I know that's kind of the talk around. Don't acknowledge it though. You know, make yeah. this thing. You know, because because what's going to happen is, you know, Seth is going to be shielding Cody. And is that going to take over, you know, the spotlight, a main event of what, you know, the world heavyweight champion is? Because we all probably assume McIntyre is going to take that title. You know, that that's going to happen. Yeah. But don't make it a, a mid card, a secondary no, title, secondary you know, yeah, to, to, to it because it it has the opportunity to be big time. I mean, McIntyre is essentially 
calling, like you said, calling everybody out and doing a phenomenal job on it. You know, he's 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 a heel, but he's still got some, you know. He makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he makes sense. He's not out of it, you know. And, it, man, this could be a money feud, and they're essentially just saying this is nothing. You know, th- this yeah. title is secondary to the bloodline story that's going on right now. And that's just so disappointing to hear from Seth. Yeah, and, and again, I guess it builds up the biggest character they have and the biggest draw they have going. But uh, it's it just, I think if you took him out of it um, and, and put Sammy back into it, I don't think you'd lose any fanfare from it. You'd get Sammy incredibly over once again, and then you'd mm-hmm. have uh, Seth Rollins, who's, who is over, regardless of yeah. any of this, in McIntyre kind of feel like a bigger deal. We'll see if they could save it or what they do with that coming up. Again, there's, there's speculation they're going to even add you know, more people to this yeah. match just to add some heat to it. So we'll see. Uh, then you had Liv Morgan against Nia Jax. Uh, Jax ends up beating uh, Morgan via disqualification um, because as as we're kind of t- telling the story throughout the night uh, was Becky Lynch uh, coming back and, and, and getting her, her revenge there on Nia Jax for interrupting earlier. Uh, and then we had a kind of a backstage interview where Liv Morgan uh, – Walks by Jackson, or excuse me, uh, um, by Becky, and says uh, that not everything is about her. So maybe you kind of think of a, a, a mini feud there, mm-hmm. or Jax and Morgan coming after um, um, Becky. I don't know. Liv Morgan kind of feels lost in the sauce a little bit here, mm-hmm. um, and Nia Jax clearly going to continue going after Becky. Um, I don't know what's necessarily next there. I, again, I'm happy with the with the final match is going to be uh, yeah. Becky and Rhea Ripley, but what Morgan and, and Jax do, or if they, if anything, at WrestleMania remains to be seen. Yeah, and you know, word around the, I guess you can't call it Twitter sphere, Twitter 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 sphere anymore. It's an <laughs> X sphere, whatever you yeah, want to call yeah, it. Yeah. Is you know they're 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 trying to make a movement like they did with Cody Rhodes. You know, it's uh the live the live movement here, and that's why it's so confusing because. You know, they, they may add those two or they may add live and it just it just doesn't it doesn't make sense because, you know, at WrestleMania, I never like when a title match is a is a three, you know, is yeah. a is a triple threat or something like that, because then it's not truly the champion versus somebody in the champ, you know, because yeah. I feel like WrestleMania, that's when, you know, you put it on full display and have your champion either be dominant or, you know, the the opponent that wins is, is really over because they beat on one on one. Whoever gets added to this, you know, Rhea, you know, they're, they're just somebody for Rhea to get pinned with. Yeah. Um, and that just makes it a little bit confusing on these storylines here. And especially because, you know, Liv is, Liv is kind of an over baby face. She still is, um, regardless of, you know, where we kind of look at her. her. The crowd reactions are pretty good. So you have two baby faces. And I mean, Rhea's kind of teetering on that baby face, too. So essentially, Nia's like the only heel. That, yeah. that doesn't really make sense in like 